Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Uh, and we're just talking shit about other people's podcasts before we got on the mics. Which is all we ever do. Actually, we <laughs> never do that. No, we don't really. We're not shit talkers, really. We weren't uh, even. Well, we were. We were just, you know. Shooting uh, the shit. T- well, we were talking about lots of people. Yeah. But we can't say who because no. we're recording ourselves and putting this on the internet and uh yeah and i don't want to get in trouble no um so we'll just move on from that topic (laughs) uh what is going on in the world oh you just had a you just had a 10 second cancer scare (laughs) oh yeah my while we were on the phone i got a call from my dermatologist actually my gp who had sent pictures of my this thing on my face that's like a cafe LA spot that I've been working on reducing for like my entire life, trying to get it from like over the counter medications. I'm like, finally, I'm like, okay, I just need to bite the bullet and get my dermatologist to do this. My GP sent a picture to my dermatologist and she called back and she was like, hi, I'm a nurse from Dr. So-and-so's office. And I just want to tell you, you have Lentigo. I'll email you by. And then I was like, okay. And I was like, Lentigo. And then I emailed it. And the first thing that came up was like, Lentigo melanoma. I mean, what did I say? You said you emailed it. Wow. I guess I'm really (laughs) rattled from that Lentigo scare. I Googled it. And it was like, Lentigo melanoma. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like screaming in Brian's face. Like, they just told me this. And I'm like, what is this? This is so irresponsible. And then I was like, this is wrong. How can they diagnose this from a picture? And then Brian like looked at it for one second and was like, oh, it, it doesn't say that. And I was like, oh, you're right. It's just- Yeah, Lentigo, there's a lot of different types of Lentigo. And I think just the word Lentigo means like a spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just like a spot. It's like sun damage. Yeah, and if you've had it for so long, because like Lentigo melanoma is like a fast moving melanoma. It wouldn't make sense that you would have had it on your face for a long time. Oh, yeah, no. Um, and I've also had like several dermatologists have looked at it in the yeah. past and it's have told me they don't think it's cancerous so that's why i was surprised and irritated Ugh, i know doctor doctors like don't understand that people will like google things and like freak themselves out yeah and so they, and- they need to like over explain to under to like reassure you that it's okay uh right. i thought i had leukemia a couple weeks ago what 
I don't think I do, but I was just like going through, cause I was like transferring my um, medical records to my like lose it app. Cause like lose it can partner with your quest like labs. What's lose it. Lose it is the, the weight loss app I am using now. Okay. So like food tracking. So I was looking at like my blood work from last time and one of like all your levels are like green except if they're out of range of normal it's like red and there was one that was red and I looked it up and now I forget it was some like enzyme or amino acid or something um and then it said like one of the like symptom like this might be a symptom of leukemia oh my god and so i i mean because again i looked like these labs were taken a few years like this level had been high for a few years now and my doctor had never mentioned it to me and so i don't think that my doctor would like consistently look at the level of this enzyme for three years and like not test me for leukemia if he thought that i had it yeah i don't think so i think that usually they're like I think a cancer diagnosis is usually like from a, a lot of different symptoms, like yeah. and blood levels for en- enzymes and things like that will be like a determining factor, but usually there are like other um, like symptoms too. And then like the blood work will like confirm it. I yeah. Think. So I really, I mean, I'll ne- next time I go to the doctor, I'll make sure to ask about whatever that specific thing is, but do I, I have think- yeah and he was like oh yeah I just didn't think it was worth mentioning but you've had leukemia for three years and I just like failed to oh didn't I tell sorry I thought I emailed you about that yeah no no, never did um god I'm reading I oh I talked about it last week I started reading the the Kitty Kelly Bush book and I got to the chapter where little Robin Bush gets leukemia and dies and it's so sad sad yeah I feel like all of those great families have like really messed up shit happening in them, but well, they all have so many kids and like back then, I guess like children live, like didn't live as long sometimes. I don't know. Oh yeah. And just like, you know, I just feel like every family has bad stuff happening in it, but most families have like bad stuff happening. Plus everything else is also bad, but then like the bushes are like bad stuff, but then everything else is like great. So it just seems more notable. (laughs) But um, it's not. Uh, um, but yeah, that book is getting more interesting with every chapter. I'm really yeah. Kitty Kelly is a great. She's a great writer. I like because she each chapter, she'll wrap some homework in some fun stuff. Okay. So like, well, and I guess like Robin's cancer diagnosis and death is not fun, but it's like, it's like interesting and human. So like the chapter about. Prescott Bush running for like Connecticut senator is also in the same chapter as like the childhood cancer and so you don't have to read like a whole chapter of just like a boring old man running for senator in Connecticut oh yeah she's she's really good at like putting all the pieces together and then walking away to like leave you to draw your own conclusion without actually saying the most like salacious thing that she's thinking just like that, well that's how she stays out of trouble too yeah yeah she's really good at that and it's like always so fun and then you always just like I mean when I read the her book about Oprah at the end of every chapter I would just like start laughing so I was like she's talking so much shit right now but she's like not saying it but yeah. she's saying it and it was it was wild uh yeah the Oprah one's the only other one that I've read and that was that is really good because she yeah. clearly has so much 
disdain for Oprah. Yeah, she really does hate Oprah, which is like, I don't really get why. I mean, maybe she's just professional jealousy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I did feel like a big part of her book about Oprah was like how Oprah's not really like that, like how she appears on TV, which to me, and I mean, this is how much culture has changed though, because I feel like at the time that I read that book, I was like, yeah, no shit. Like she's a person on TV. Like she, no one acts the same on TV that they would act in their day-to-day life. Yeah. But now I feel like everyone who's on TV or like in the public eye or whatever actually is held to that standard. And I feel like that's like more of a, that's like a bigger, like a more, a stronger accusation to like hurl at someone now than it was when she wrote that book. You think? Cause I, I would just like think of the Ellen DeGeneres stuff lately. Like there'd been rumors for decades and like people I've known sort of slightly who's worked for her in some capacity that everyone says like what a horrible person she is to work for. And yeah. but that just seemed like a internal sort of like if you lived in LA or like you knew people that worked on the show or whatever, you would know that. But yeah. then it, it like maybe cause I think it was after the pictures of her with George W. Bush, like yeah. that might've been the thing to, t- I think people are more sensitive now and like want maybe because of social media, they want their celebrities or they like demand that their celebrities be like really good people. And like no one celebrities for most of like, the 20th century in Hollywood, like they were not expected to be good people. They were expected to like be shown in like a positive light, but people I think knew that it was all fake. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now I feel like that's like an accusation that like is damning, but at the time written, it wasn't like it made, I mean, it was like a logical thing. Like people, people had a public life and a private life and that yeah. was like understood. But I do, I think people want like absolute moral purity from celebrities and like, just like anybody who's in the public light at all. And um, I mean, you're never gonna get moral purity from anyone. Pe- people are imperfect. Like everyone's imperfect. Everyone's imperfect. People are bad. And also like you're, I, yeah, it's just like, I feel like what Ellen, I mean, I don't know. Ellen is another, I don't even like her show. I never. No, I think I don't. Yeah, her show's done. I mean, no one's ever said it. Like every, everyone pretty, pretty much is just like, oh, she's like mean to her staff and she's like very cold and she's very ambitious. And it's like, well, yeah, she's like a huge star and she's been a huge star for decades. So of course she's going to be really ruthless and ambitious. Like, I don't, And it's like, I, it's just like, who cares? You know what I mean? It's like, unless you work with her, like, why does it matter if she's like actually a bitch? Yeah, if you like her public persona, you would enjoy her we, show. No, yeah, but like no one, like since we started, like I think like canceling people, like no one takes the work at its own value. It's like all about, you know, the person has to have, the person has to like live up to the like moral standards and they're going to be scrutinized. Your private life is going to be heavily scrutinized. And if you don't meet the standards, like, you know, you might not have your career anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always like, I think these like public cancellations are, are really, uh, I mean, they're public and they're on social media, but I do think a lot of people don't pay attention to them either. Like uh, most of the, most of these people, unless it's something extremely egregious, like most of these people that are going to be, that are so quote unquote canceled are still like, they still have careers. Uh, Unless you're like, you know, Chris D'Elia or some 
one who was truly horrible <laughs> and he probably will still have a career like yeah, comedian I, male comedians who are sex offenders are probably the easiest people to like still have careers because they can tour and even if you're not repped by a big agency or get tv jobs you can still tour and make a ton of money well i mean i guess they could be like a road comic or something yeah. i don't know how people would like have a big tour without an agent well someone would represent them like uh what's his the, the guy that got fired from snl like he's still i mean these people who got they, fired from snl uh he did all the racist podcasts um oh that and he never he was never even he was never even on yeah oh right i forgot about that uh, guy. shane then, gillum wait but he still does stuff yeah he has his podcast and he goes on tour and i mean especially now because the only people that want to go see live comedy are like crazy right-wing <laughs> racists so it's well, like who's going out anyway i mean the same lunatics that i mean uh, yeah like these well, people yeah i mean i think people can people are able to like sometimes get their careers back or like a some version of that back i mean people get like careers back and stuff but like it's just like the blood sport that makes me uncomfortable where like people are so people just like people just love like a, a good public shaming yeah and I, I think it's been it's been really intense lately for a lot of obviously like really good reasons yeah uh, yeah and um some you know pe people are extremely sensitive right now so I, I think it will it will eventually like even itself out a little bit uh and we can talk about this because we both saw it last night but like someone like allison roman who you know said some shitty things and like had some consequences you know for her actions like getting fired from the new york times and had what seemed to be um a very sincere thoughtful apology and now is sort of starting i mean this has only been a month or so so i don't really feel bad for her like she did not you know it hasn't been like years of banishment but she just you know dropped her like new newsletter where she actually had her new recipe for the first time and uh she went on um the uh instagram show last night uh ziway fumado if you guys don't know her she's a really hilarious comedian who's begun interviewing white celebrities on her instagram live and asking them very uh personal and uncomfortable questions about their white privilege and their racism and it's one of the, i mean literally one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life it's so funny. It's so like cringy. It's like, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's like a brilliant idea. I don't know. I'm, I think she's, she might've been doing stuff in that realm for a while because I went to her Twitter and like her pin tweet is a similar looking video that obviously was done before social distancing. Um, but this is just like, I mean, like, if we were saying before, I think before we got on, you were like, oh, comedy's dead or something. And we say that all the time. But like, this is like the first thing that has happened since COVID that I'm like, this is like important, fresh, like, brilliant topical comedy that is like a different format than I've ever seen. That's like relevant. That's not like edgy for the sake of being edgy or something. It's like actually like, it's like really honest and really good. I totally loved it. 
yeah i never i hadn't really heard about it before she she's been doing stuff like this for a while and i listened to her on a few podcasts but i think she interviewed caroline calloway a couple weeks ago and that that got sort of a huge sort of social media boost and then and then yesterday she got Alison Roman on and I think I think I mean she's you know trying to like pitch this as a as a real tv show and I think she should get like a latent she should get like the tonight show yeah (laughs) she should and that's all the tonight show should be um somebody somewhere was like this is the new between two ferns Oh, this is way better than between two ferns. Because it's not, it doesn't feel like it's like in character or something, but I think it sort of scratches that same itch where it's like these like, it's it's just these like very, it's like awkward. Yeah, it's, well, it's awkward in the way, well, but, but, but between two ferns didn't really put any onus on the get, like all the guest had to do on that show is like be a, like play the straight man. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't about anything. Between Two Ferns was just like Zach Galifianakis doing a character and then yeah. like doing like scripted stuff with him, whatever. Like, but and but this is like real. Like, they're really answering and like how fucking privileged and dumb every single white person sounds when they talk about race is like yeah. the whole thing. And it's just like, oh my fucking god, like what is happening <laughs> like yeah and it, it, i mean it would take take a fair amount of guts to actually put yourself in that position to be so vulnerable and to be shown to be so stupid and ignorant about race as like 99.9 oh, yeah. percent of white people are and uh and allison roman was sort of the f- perfect because she she's totally game and she is like i mean she's learning as we all are but she still says some like pretty cringy stuff which i'm sure any of us would if we were put in that position and Z-Way is, like, both, like, pressing her and, like, being super funny and super, like, generous, but also, like, not letting off her off the hook. But then, ultimately, it is, like, all in good fun. Like, she, yeah, she's, she, doesn't, like... she doesn't seem vindictive or, like, accusatory ever. She's, uh, it's a really hard tone to pull off. I don't know how she does it. It's kind of a perfect tone, yeah. It's, um, it's, like... Yeah, I think she asked um, Julie Klausner on it, and Julie Klausner hasn't written back yet. And oh my I god, don't think- she won't. She she will not put herself in a position to make herself look stupid. Yeah, I she's mean, not, she's not brave enough. She would. I don't think she's going to do that either. But because Julie Klausner, because that was last night, Julie like tweeted something about how Z-Way, I don't think she said like you stole this from Billy on the street, but she's like, oh, you actually are doing like the Billy on the street name a woman thing, but like it was like name five black people. And yeah. immediately Z-Way tweeters like, oh, would you like to talk about the depiction of race on Difficult People? Because if anyone's yeah. seen, like Difficult People is a very funny show, but it's uh, extremely like ignorant and shitty when it comes to race, like yeah. black people in particular. Um, so, and I would love for Julie to actually go on that show. And I would talk love about for it, but Julie won't. to go on it too. I mean, like, I do think that that uh, there's that element of it where it's like, cause she'll just say like something crazy, like 
name five Asian people to like the white person. And then like, you know, the white person is like trying to think of five A's. Like what do you mean? Like people I know, celebrities, politicians, like how do I do this? And then they're just like, kind of like, um, um, and then like they list like, and it's just like the list will be like, it's just like, it's so uncomfortable. And, but it has that, that like on the spot, like, what are you going to say? Like, element to it that Billy on the street has but it's yeah. like it's um so like I understand I guess I can understand the comparison she definitely didn't steal it from Billy on the street no 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 uh and I I mean I think I think like Julie Klausner is very funny but oh yeah she, like and I think you know, Billy Eichner is really funny oh yeah totally but uh I would love to hear her actually talk about um why she decided to show like because it was particularly uh Gabourey Sidibe's part in Difficult People was just like so thankless and uh like partitioned off from the rest of the show it's it just seemed like in the one of the people that worked in the restaurant yeah she just worked in the cafe and it seemed like definitely like a like it seemed like a note like oh you need to have a diverse cast and so they like they hired Gab Gabby Sidibe and then there was like a trans woman actress that was on the show too yeah and then they just like would just stay in the cafe and like never get a good story written for them like they never got anything funny to do really yeah their whole thing i just remember like the trans there was like a trans waitress who's like mean or something she was like I, and yeah mean and into like conspiracy theories she would always just talk oh, about like was, yeah. bush did 9 11 and stuff yeah. but that, was, like, her whole, that was her whole like character <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh but next week i guess is going to be rose mcgowan who yes who that is a person that i would like to see in that hot seat can't wait very badly and it's good too because it's like when you're watching it you're like sort of like answering the question do you like answer those questions like in your head it's the same way that when i watch billy on the street i answer the questions in my head too and that's why it's like that's why billy on the street is fun but it's also like you'll be like wait like do i have answers for these questions and like how did how did these questions make me feel and why do i feel uncomfortable answering them and like it's just it's a very good it it's just a very good show uh yeah it's great um she'll keep doing it and i imagine soon she'll get a budget to do it in real life and not just on instagram even though if even if it just stays on instagram it's great <laughs> oh yeah uh sure. anything else new oh i I cleaned out my gmail inbox for the first time in years oh my god i had like thirty five thousand unread emails yeah uh and now it's down to zero and it's great i really how did you do that oh you have to like go and like go to your inbox and go to different whatever like unread and like it's so boring i'm not gonna say but it's just like a couple buttons you have to push and then it'll like get rid of like five thousand at a time so you have to keep you have to keep doing it mine for some reasons is i only have 486 unread emails which seems really really low maybe yours deletes you have it like delete on its own after a while or something i don't know maybe i don't know but my phone is now out of storage oh and i think it's because i have too many pictures and i keep deleting the pictures and no matter how much i delete them they continue to like not 
get deleted? I mean, they get deleted, but it's like, I don't know how many thousands of these fucking pictures I'm going to have to delete because it's like, I just got it down to 63.5 gigs being used on my phone. And it's like, all I do is go and like delete apps and delete pictures like all day long to get this shit down. Uh, yeah, I guess my phone, I have 128 gigs and I don't take that many pictures. I, God, I, a couple of years ago, I made the mistake. I thought I was just getting rid of pictures on my phone, but I like completely deleted almost a decade's worth of pictures from everything. Yeah. Um, you can't, if you delete them, they're deleted, but it's like, even if it's like, I don't understand how it works. Like they're, I, and also no offense, but like, please nobody tell me, like, I don't want to hear yeah. about it. Like I'll figure it out. <laughs> like I'm not interested. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the genius bar like DMs us. Yeah. It's like, I just don't know. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We shouldn't be talking about tech stuff. Cause no, just that is, this is not the place. Not the place um, for it. What? else that's about it in my life oh i finally got new shoes uh because my shoes were literally killing my feet um so tomorrow i can break them in on my walk i got new shoes um like a month and a half into the quarantine that i was like i'm just gonna wear these in the house so that because i was never leaving my house and i was like i want to have shoes on sometimes but I want to wear shoes in my house that have never like touched the filthy COVID oh. ground. So I'm going to wear these like white espadrilles around my house. But then like, I never really did. So I just like, I have these like brand new white espadrilles that I've never, but I still now I'm like weird about wearing them out of the house. I mean, I'm crazy. I don't know. No, I mean, now everything is going to shit again. Uh, we should all probably be a little even more conscientious of, because remember when COVID started, everyone was like, oh, it can get dragged in by your feet. And like, you have to like take off your, no one says that anymore. No. And everybody used to like, I mean, I used to like wash my clothes every time I got home. Yeah. Now everyone's just like, wear a mask and you're fine. That's like, I guess what. I put on the same, also like, I don't do the mask, right? I like wear the same dirty mask over and over again. Oh yeah. I'm not going to wear a new mask every day. I can't. Yeah. Uh, you have several mask options though now. I oh I have I have like a pack of fifty masks. Uh, oh, I like bought cute ones. Oh, I never did. I I should. Yeah, I have a bunch. I've got like a black lacy one. I have one that's like a bandana, but it's a mask. I have these ones that are like paisley and they tie in the back. I wonder if Marianne makes mask merch because she had the best presidential candidate merch. I would love to buy a Marianne. She mask. had that great. Yeah, I love my Marianne shirt. It's, I wear that shirt at least once a week. I don't, I never Proudly. wear mine. Yeah, I want to get a Yang mask that says math on it. Oh, God. I don't want to get one of the ones that says human on it because I think that seems like all righty. So. Yeah, it's a little, it's like, it's towards, a little all lives matter. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, we're just all humans. It's like, why are you wearing that? I know you're a human. Yeah, that's, I've never seen someone wear that. That's creepy. I also hate, I've said this before, the Jen Gunter, but her emails mask. Ugh, that's. But her emails. Vote. <laughs> Hillary has one that says vote oh, on God. it. Um, or the people that, it's like, uh, like any breathing human 2020 or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Although I can't say I disagree. No, that's true uh maybe i'll get some good old biden merch well i'm no you're you don't i'm not going to 
You would be so ironically, Aggie. Ironically. But it's not ironic because you are gonna vote for him. Yeah, it's double ironic. Yeah. Wow, that's really <laughs> next level. <laughs> I'm going to Joe Biden.com. Joe Biden at 33030. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good I love that. When he said go to Joe Biden at 3330. Oh, what an insane what oh these debates. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. god. That's all I wish for is to see these two demented old men following each other around on stage screaming well you're never gonna see it i mean they're not even gonna i mean biden will probably like not even make a speech (laughs) like biden i guess he's been doing stuff but no one is paying any attention and no one is talking and he's still like decimating trump obviously yeah no that's the plan and it's working is to just literally not do anything uh he did like go out of his house he i think he went to one of the marches um and then he does he like he and jill turn their den into like a zoom studio yeah but it's like who was watching that no one uh, i mean yeah i think just like letting let trump self-destruct and just you know try to try to stay alive try to stay alive so, that's all yeah that's all you can do and so, then and then just immediately like seed power to Kamala. hopefully you'll pick some good people yeah it'll well yeah it'll probably be kamala and then it'll be president kamala. who i'm like i mean i don't love kamala and she has a lot of like very problematic issues in her past and like her history as a da is not great but i think she's like a smart enough politician to at least like go where the enthusiasm is and like i don't know i i'm not i i i've maybe i'm soft in my post bernie um in the post bernie era but i i'm not convinced that like kamala would be a totally terrible choice oh yeah i don't think (laughs) i don't think so either there's like a whole pride section for like pride merch on joe biden's um (laughs) it's like all you can get like a joe biden um They, like, have, like, rainbows and, like, the trans flag. Oh, no. Because didn't he tell that story that, like, in, like, the 50s when, like, he and his dad were walking and they saw, like, two men kissing and his dad was like, see, Joe, love is love. And, like, Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does like to tell that story, which I, I, can, I do not believe happened. Absolutely not. There's a... <laughs> and he claims to have, like, been the first person ever to, like, bring up gay marriage. Because <laughs> he, he, like, went on a talk show and he, like, forgot that Obama like hadn't publicly endorsed gay marriage yet and he like fucked up and he like made everyone it's true though he like made everyone uh endorse gay marriage oh he oh wait by so he so he like endorsed gay marriage for on behalf of barack obama by accident yes i see well like meet the press and then everyone had to be like oh yeah totally so it was a gaff for good. A gaff yeah, for, for the good. good. You can wear a shirt that you can get a shirt that says out for Biden. No, thank you. Um, I still have my stupid um Elizabeth Warren pride shirt like at the bottom of my drawer oh, that, will, that will never leave the light of day, never see the light I of day. No, I most embarrassing it. moment of my life. I mean, hey, we were all Warren curious at a certain point. Yeah, I never like changed I, my Twitter to like a mint green background no but i i i feel like elizabeth warren got like they really everybody really hated elizabeth warren by the end there and i i i never hated her i i don't think that she's like as awful as everybody said no 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 i mean as some people say definitely not like 
she gets a lot of hate on Twitter, as yeah. everyone does. Yeah. Uh, okay, we should talk about Goop because we haven't talked. Okay, I, all right, I will. Did I'm sorry. I'll peel myself away from the <laughs> the Biden goop. merch. <laughs> the Biden Goop, the Biden merch website. Um. Oh, there was I on my Gwyneth Paltrow Google alert. Apparently, there's like a new like TikTok meme that went viral retelling this tale about how Gwyneth is probably Becky with the good hair from the Beyonce song. She's um, not. She's not. But I think now the TikTok kids have that story planted in their head. So who knows? I couldn't I couldn't open it because I don't think I have a TikTok. So I didn't I couldn't actually see it. You just say the TikTok? I said I don't have a TikTok account. Oh, I thought you said I don't have the TikTok, and I was like, oh my god, that Biden, that Biden. I, um, I just had to delete TikTok because I don't have enough room on my phone. <laughs> but also, I wanted to get rid of it anyway because it's like. How many um, TikToks the- did you end up doing? I made two. They were so good. They both featured my dog, and they uh-huh. were amazing. One of them was like following this meme. Well, it wasn't really. One of them was using this Billie Eilish song that all the kids were using on their tiktoks and it was just like my dog with like an alien face filter on him and he was so cute and then one of them was just about like i don't the other one was like similar i don't know just him like looking cool do they have the like cool songs already on there that the kids like and you can just put yourself in there yeah you can just like use all any soundtrack like once somebody i think makes a tiktok the soundtrack is just saved so it's like people are like that's why people make the same video over and over again oh so you because i if i was left to my own devices it would be like a natalie merchant song or something and then no one would like one on there you can but i was like i'll just use you know i'm in your zone young people yeah i'm gonna play in your sandbox with your exactly so my dog as an alien billy eilish there we go cool People loved it. Uh, I bet. I should. Well, I'm not going to make an account. I had to. I had to cut myself off of Twitter. Uh, actually, um, not break because I have like that 15 minute timer on my phone. But I would constantly be like, more 15 minutes, another 15 minutes, 15 another 15 minutes. minutes. And now I have to cut because I. I would just. I got to the point where it was just constant scrolling, and I can't do it. There is just so much information out there right now. And there's so many, there's so much like interesting stuff being said, but also a lot of it is really, really, really stupid. And a lot of it is really, really infuriating. And that's kind of the whole point of social media. Yeah, because everyone has a take, and the more extreme or crazy your take is, the more uh, the the more people will engage with it. So I'm just gonna only get my news from the New York Times op-ed page. I'm gonna listen to the New York Times op-ed page. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Brett Stevens and Maureen Dowd. And, oh my um, god! I don't even Paul know Krugman. where. To- I swear to God, I don't know where to get news from anymore because the New York Times is like 
first of all, I canceled my New York Times. They're still charging me. So I couldn't like, cancel. I went on their stupid like chat thing and I told them to cancel and I waited for like hours and I was like, excuse me, am I canceled? Excuse me, am I canceled? No one ever got back to me and I'm not canceled. And now I'm like, Ugh, I'll just excuse it. I mean, I wanted to, oh man, I, I, I called them. Oh. And they were like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll cancel it for you. And I was like, great, thank you. And then, and then a month later I got charged again. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? But I hate them. I hate the fucking Jeff Bezos, Washington Post. Yeah. And then, I mean, the LA times is like a little bit better, but no, I mean, nothing's great. I like the LA, the LA times is like a little bit conservative, but at least I feel like it's like real news. It's not yeah. like. And I mean, I guess the New York Times is, I don't know. There's, there's I mean, there's good the people working for the New York Times. It's a, the op-ed page is like truly insane. Um, yeah. They they just hired someone from The Intercept though. Uh, so maybe they'll have like a, a real left winger on there. I mean, I guess. It's not, my problem isn't that I like demand a left winger on the editorial board. I just like wish that it felt less like, I just wish that it felt more genuine, whatever they, whatever they're doing. Like, I just wish that it didn't feel like, so it, it, it feels like fake news. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what we've been trying to say for years, Aggie. It's fake news. The failing New York times. I don't know, but I do like the LA times. I uh, yeah. Oh, if for LA people, if you ever want to listen to a podcast about like local la politics it's just called the la podcast i think and it's really informative and they have it every week and they talk about like what's going on in city hall and like i it's a, a, like local politics is something i don't naturally follow so it's really informative um yeah i highly recommend that yeah yeah uh, okay but back to goop oh my oh, god yeah, back to goop. oh my god um oh they changed speculative but promising it's not speculative but promising anymore what is it? It's called Hypothesis and Emerging Research. Um, but what? It's, it's the puzzle piece. And they I don't know why they changed it. Um, is it because, like, a hypothesis is, like, the first part of an experiment? So it's, like, we haven't done anything else, but we have a hypothesis? <laughs> yeah, I guess. And, we're just, well, and yeah. research, that's part, that's, like, part, the second step, right? in the scientific method yeah isn't it or like i don't know i thought it was just like hypothesis i don't know like um, experiment recording your oh yeah conclusion data or something i don't really remember i forget but yeah hypothesis is definitely the first one so and there's an experiment to test your hypothesis and then you like publish the findings yeah the definition on goop is it just says Hypothesis and emerging research. Some early observations support this concept or parts of the theory, and there is scientific interest in elucidating exactly what's at work. So uh, more vague platitudes from Goop. That sounds fucked up and weird. Okay, wait, hang on. I'm Googling the steps of the scientific method because we should know this. Okay, ask a question, oh, do background funny. research, construct a hypothesis, test with an experiment, procedure working, question mark, no, 
Troubleshoot procedure carefully, check all steps and set up. Yes, analyze data and draw conclusions. Result if the results align Ooh, with that your seems like a lot of steps. Or they don't, then you make a new hypothesis and then you communicate the results. That's basically what I said. I feel I do feel like I want to give myself a little bit of credit for yeah. that. I mean, this has more, but it's like basically like a hypothesis and then you test it and then you publish it. That's it. In high school, there were not that many steps. There was I like there were like five. five I feel like yeah. they, they had, or there were like more than three. But I they feel definitely like didn't have troubleshoot. Like, like that was not a word when we were I mean, in high school. No, that's like a little. Uh, this is this is like for kids or something. I think they're just like trying to put it in like we there. Everything had like special word, like a word for what it was. Yeah. But I feel like it's like a hypothesis, and then you test it, and then you write down what the conclusion is. Like that's it. Yeah. So this is the first step in the hypothesis. Yeah. Well, on the road to rigorously tested. Okay, wait, sorry. Another one. This one sounds more like it. Observation, research, hypothesis, experiment, collect data, analysis, conclusion. Still seems like too, too many steps. I feel like... I don't feel like you need to do anything before you come up with a hypothesis. I feel like you should be able to just come up with one. Well, you have to ask a question first, right? Well... Yeah, but like I just feel like that kind of goes without saying. Like, obviously, if you think something happened, it's because of a it. You have a reason. Like, I don't think you need to have a reason sure. that you think it. And then I feel like okay, the experiment, collect data, analysis, and then draw a conclusion. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like. I feel like you can cut out the observation and research parts. I feel like those are optional. How would you collect <laughs> the data if you don't observe or research anything? That's at the, no, that's before you come up with your hypothesis though. So it's like, that's oh. not the experiment. The experiment is where you're like observing you collecting data is like about the experiment. The first two are just about like your opinion. Yeah. Please don't. And here's another thing you can go ahead and not correct me on. I'm just talking about the scientific method. Uh, well, I'm sure all of the people at Goop are having similar questions and similar conversations right now talking so about the scientific does method. Does that mean that means that there's been an observation and a question and some research and a hypothesis for the things, but for, we haven't yeah. gotten to the part, point, part with experiments, collecting data, or and analyzing the results or drawing a conclusion. No, no, no. They haven't gotten there yet. Um, but so they're that's in the, like the important part. Yeah. The part that the part that I just said you could completely disregard <laughs> <laughs> is the only part that they did. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's move on to these newsletters. What was your best of the week? Well, I must say, I thought that the I thought all the newsletters were pretty good this week. Yeah, it was definitely the best they've had in a while. And I just decided that my favorite was the no recipe meal plan. Okay. Okay. I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, I like a no recipe meal plan. I like a no recipe recipe. I don't particularly like these non-recipes. But whenever they just tell you, like, mix these things together, it makes me feel very empowered in my kitchen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cooking is really just sort of like putting – ingredients together to something that like I can eat it's not doesn't have to be stressful yeah these just seemed uninspired like the fucking oatmeal with chia seeds I don't need to see this anymore um 
they ripped off Allison Roman with like a chickpea stew. They did. Uh, yeah, chickpea, oh, chickpea tikka masala. Tikka masala, yeah. Um, so I mean, they all look good. They look fine. I just it. I don't really. It doesn't really seem like a meal plan to me. It's like here's a bunch of recipes. Yeah, I don't really see how exactly it's a meal plan. I mean, I guess breakfast you just eat the overnight oats every single day. The lunch you just have this salad every day, and then for the dinners you can just like have all these different. Yeah, things. make dinner. I do. I do like that universal dressing recipe. That sounds nice. It's just like a vinaigrette with a little garlic and Dijon and maple syrup. Uh, yeah, sounds good. But it does seem very universal. It does seem universal. Um, I guess the dinner, the thing that turned me off was I don't like jarred marinara sauce and like all of the recipes start with the marinara sauce. It just seemed odd. It was a lot of jarred marinara sauce, which I agree can be kind of disgusting. I don't, I don't not like jarred marinara sauce, but I understand what you're saying. I don't like it if it has too much sugar in it. Yeah, like I a like like marinara prego. sauce. <laughs> I don't want it sweet. When it's sweet, it's gross. No, unless it's really sweet and I'm in the, like if it's like SpaghettiOs and I'm really in the mood for SpaghettiOs, but that's a whole different thing. That's not like- That's another ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my best was, I actually thought this was a really informative article um, about the Flint water crisis. Wait, I didn't see it. I feel it was on the June 21st newsletter. Um, it's just called Understanding Environmental Racism and How to Fight It. Uh, Wait, it was in the... Okay. And it's supported by science, so you know it's real. And actually, they interview the doctor who was the first person to, like, uh, report the, um, the Flint water crisis and when the Flint water system was moved from Detroit's water system into the Flint river. Obviously there was like a huge contamination of lead and a lot of people in power knew about this and um, it, you know, affected uh, a largely poor and black community. And, you know, most people at this point know a little bit about it. It's very fucked up, but this, this doctor, uh, Pediatrician, pediatrician Mona Hanna Atisha. She wrote um, a book called What the Eyes Don't See, which was about the Flint water crisis. She was also interviewed in that Michael Moore documentary that came out. Um, and she talks about environmental racism, which is uh, the burden of environmental contamination um, falling mostly on our nation's uh, poor and um, black and brown children. Uh, she says some kids have the privilege of breathing clean air and drinking safe water and other kids live in communities where the air and water are toxic. And then, so this is an interesting article. Goop obviously like is, you know, pro talking about this stuff, but Goop is so concerned with like environmental pollution when it comes to like rich white women. And well, so, Oh, sorry. I finished. No, point. I just like what, like, what are they, I just want to know like what they're doing to because this is like imagine if like Elise Lonan lived in Flint well yeah I mean like this is the whole thing so this was I didn't get this newsletter that you my only June 21st newsletter was a G-label newsletter I don't know what newsletter you got 
Um, maybe it was just on the website. It might not have. It says June 21st, but maybe it didn't come in the newsletter. The June 21st, it didn't come in the newsletter. But um, or not that I saw. If you guys saw it in a newsletter, let us know. Because I just have face plan and bell jar on the 23rd and the 25th. And it's not in mine. But um, I, yeah, I feel like that's been like definitely a huge point of frustration with I mean, this, this particular issue was like a great point, but like with the wellness industry in general, the white women dominated wellness industry has had, has like historically had this problem of like not paying attention to like genuine health concerns, environmental health concerns that negatively impact women. Um, because they're not rich and they're not white and it's not fair. And if there's something particularly infuriating about the goop, the entire wellness world right now, where there's this focus, like hyper focus on like all the minutia of like, I mean, I feel like I've said this a million times on the show, but like every tiny thing that could possibly be wrong with you when there's nothing wrong with you. And there are people who actually are having health problems based on environmental things, based on things that can actually be cured because of diet or because of water, because they're not getting clean water, which is an actual emergency. And instead of putting energy on yourself, if you put that energy into your community, which is just like the whole human race, definitely America, like goop. I mean, it's good that they put this article out there because the Flint water crisis is something that you hear about all the time. And I sort of understand, but it's not something I feel like I have a really good handle on. Yeah. Uh, Cause it, 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 it's something that like got a little bit of news attention and it was like, it became like almost a meme of like, Oh, and you know, Flint still doesn't have clean water. People would like say that, you know, yeah, but, but I, I don't think people of, really like, understood like how corrupt um rick snyder the governor of michigan who like knew that this was going on and like didn't care or actively thought it would basically harm the communities who weren't voting for him and you know obama was culpable like he didn't do as much as he could have um he, he like claimed, drank the water yeah he drank the water claimed it was safe before it was now uh I mean, apparently they've they've re uh installed like 85 percent of the pipes so technically the water is i guess good enough to drink now but obviously because of the history like the residents of flint are still frightened and are not drinking the tap water um and so people are like poor people are relying on buying bottled water for like fucking everything um it's horrible and it's like something it's and it's right in the sweet spot of the stuff that goop says that they're that care about or like the goop audience is like oh you know we, we care about the environment and we, we especially care about what these toxins are doing to us. And this is like an yeah. actual example of like exactly the stuff that goop women are deeply afraid of happening to them and their families that yeah. are like happening to other people's families. And like, at least like there is an article about this, but it's like, I wish that this went a step further and said like, what is Gwyneth Paltrow and what is Elise Luna and what are these people, what are they going to do personally to like make sure to help make sure that this doesn't happen again to like yeah i mean the article is good the article is good but i just feel like yes if they are so con it's exactly what you said brian like if you're so concerned about toxins it's yeah this intersection of like toxins hydration yeah. like 
invite, like, um, that they're sort of fixated on. I mean, in this same- And like being a mother, like this happening to children. It's literally like- Yeah, like they literally are selling a $30 product that's called a hydration reminder, which is like an automated device that just like reminds you to drink water. Like that's all it does. (laughs) And like, they're so obsessed with like the importance of drinking water or whatever. It's like this, they need to- re have a paradigm shift as they would say like yeah they need to like i mean i feel like this could be because this this is like an intersection with all the like environmental and health concerns that that the goop audience and the people that make goop are so concerned with this actually seems like a perfect issue for the goop people to like to actually get themselves involved in and like make sure that uh, like environmental pollution and environmental racism, that could be like the the primary thing that Goop does now. Like that could that's just like a perfect issue for them to 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 talk about and to instead to help. of like trying to get like straws banned, which is what like Elise Lunan was saying was like yeah. her friends like chosen activism or whatever. It's like they could they they put so much energy into activism about bullshit when they want to. They can do this. Yeah. Um, so Elise Lunin should run for mayor of Flint. <laughs> oh my God. Elise Lunin should probably not do that. <laughs> uh, oh, and so I guess I did not listen to it because I couldn't bear to. Um, but this this doctor from Flint is on uh, an episode of the Goop podcast this week. I just couldn't imagine listening to Elise. Have is to it Elise? Uh, I think so. I don't think it's Gwyneth. God. Um, Maybe I'll listen to it. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was, oh, yeah, in the tips for a cleaner home, I was like, I'll, I'll check this out. And then the first thing was just telling me to, like, install a no-touch faucet, Yeah. which I was like, I don't understand why this would make my home cleaner. I don't understand. I mean, I guess because I wouldn't have to touch a faucet, but, like this isn't a tip. Like this is just like an ad for Kohler or whatever, which is fine. I guess that's like their whole thing. But I just, I hate it when you open the, the, the thing, whatever it is. And like the first thing it says is whatever it's an ad for. Yeah. Like let's have a little foreplay here. Let's build up to the spawn con. Yeah. It's Um, like make it number seven. Like, does it have to be number one? Because, yeah, this really has nothing to do with a clean house. It's an expensive accessory to install. And I guess it might help with, like, germs a little bit. But, again, Flint doesn't have clean water, and you're installing a $1,500 no-touch faucet. It's like, this is your tip. I literally don't understand this at all. And then, yeah, all of the tips were just, like, kind of stupid then number two was give each room a purpose and i was like yeah well my apartment has four rooms in it so they all have a purpose (laughs) like pretty high class problems to have extra rooms that don't have a purpose i know it's like my rooms are meaningless my purposeless rooms i just i don't understand what that means that's i that's truly psychotic what does that fucking mean (laughs) to have so much fucking space that you're like well i don't I don't know what this room is for. It's a room in my house and it doesn't yet have a purpose, 
where it's like no normal people you have a bedroom a living room a kitchen and a bathroom like that's what other like that's it that's what most people live in yeah you don't i mean it's just it's a lot of rooms it's just a lot of rooms i mean whatever i would love to have more rooms i mean oh i'm not God. i mean i'm not holding it against you i would have like a home office a home gym i mean like these are all these a guest room i would love to have all of them but i feel like okay guest room office gym maybe like two kids rooms and yeah. are we still having room do we still have rooms after that I mean, that's a lot of rooms. That's yeah. We, I, I mean, we're lucky enough to have a office guest room gym, which is all one room. Yeah, and it's, I thought you were. Yeah, I mean, a lucky. gym meaning there's just enough room for me to like do yoga in it. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like an. I know it's like a guest room, but yeah. like I thought you were gonna say we're lucky enough to not need rooms for children. <laughs> oh, that's true too. We're lucky enough to never have we're to worry about enough. that. Yeah, um, um, but. We yeah definitely... after this all of our all of our rooms would be optional uh, what do you mean like there's never i can't picture my life i can't picture ever needing another room oh like you're you have all the rooms you're ever gonna need yeah like if if we ever have more rooms it's just gonna be like bonus like love like a lovely addition but like I, there's never a point where like we're gonna need more rooms i feel like i need more rooms it's been tough being in this quarantine yeah with only two real rooms i mean if you don't count the bathroom and the kitchen right <laughs> we're basically in a two-room situation yeah, yeah. and it's it's a lot oh yeah 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 and it's like I don't have a desk and we have like one desk that Brian has to use because he has to have his like home computer or his work computer like set up. Oh. And so I just like have to do all my work like on my bed. But it's Yeah, fun. I work on the couch. I, I mean, we have a desk, but now honestly, neither John or I are using the desk. Like John usually works on the bed and I work on the couch. Um, yeah. Which is probably not the best for like productivity, but. Whatever. It's just not the best for my back. Oh, yeah. But hey. Who cares? Um, uh, so my worst was the fucking coloring meditation thing. Where are you seeing this stuff? I think this might be from the Phantom newsletter that you didn't get. Uh, why did I not? So yeah, it's from that same June twenty first. It's called Coloring Books Plus a Printout for Meditation, and it's a fucking meditation method called the Coloring Method, where you basically it's just like coloring books for an for adults, which I thought finally were like passe yeah but uh it's so so it's just like instead of having a mantra um and like doing a normal meditation it's just literally using crayons and coloring and things which i think is dumb i am on the whole against adults doing things that are meant for children i don't like when people read children's books i don't like when people are obsessed with children's movies i don't like any of it um and so apparently this, so these women wrote a book called daily self blessings, which I guess is part of the Buddhist meta type of meditation. Uh, and she says that they, uh, I guess found that the act of just sort of the repet repetition of, of coloring was a nice way to get yourself into 
a like meditation mode. So they wrote a whole book. I don't know. They have one print, a downloaded like page that you can print out and color. And it's just these like little tiny human bodies that you're supposed to color. And it didn't even look fun to color. I didn't even like oh, color when I was a kid. At all. I, I, I liked to color as a kid and I actually do have an adult coloring book and I did do it a little bit and I did think it was fun. Was it, so but, it was like meditative for you? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be just like really satisfying about it. I, I but, didn't even like when I was a kid, I liked to draw a lot, but I wasn't very good at it, but I liked to, but like just a, like coloring in other people's lines. I just, I don't know. I never got it. I loved I loved it then and I love it now. Actually, I don't love it now. I, there was something about it that was like incredibly like mortifying. Somebody like gave it to me as a gift and I was like, okay. And like, I tried one and I was like, yeah, that was, that was soothing, I guess. But then like at a certain point it just sort of became tedious and I kind of quit. Yeah. But I did used to love, um, I had this like huge book that was like a Disney activity book and it just had like, all of these like pages that you could color and then like word jumbles and like all of these things. And it was just like my, it was like my Twitter for when I was like, <laughs> like, whenever I didn't have to do my homework or do anything, like I'd be like, I'm going to crack that book open. Like on days when I was sick, I'd be like, I get my jumble book. Like I loved it. And I would like always like looking for, I don't know. I would, I, it was really fun. <laughs> that does sound cute I, lo I loved like actual boxes of crayons like I would always get whatever the biggest like when they, I remember when they finally came out with 96 Crayola crayons instead of 64 mm -hmm. and that was like a huge um moment in my life but oh really yeah like I just I but I, I always loved uh like putting things into categories when I was good like naming things listing things so like just knowing about all the different colors i think that was more interesting to me than actually using them to color like oh. just having the crayons i don't know why very weird well you're still sort of like that yeah i guess so but like you still like love to like list things uh yeah like, like kind of like a completionist like you'll like and like you love to like Am I like telling you what you're like? No, it's true. I like to like log, th like I, I, yeah, I like that sort of completism, like organization. And like you watch everything that gets nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, 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 totally. It's just, yeah, it's weird. What is, what is that? Is that like a, that's like your left brain or is that my Capricorn or is that like my masculine side? I don't know what about that, but that's like a very, I feel like that's a very like masculine trait. Yeah, I mean, maybe I I'm, don't have Maybe it. I'm just flattering myself by calling myself masculine no it seems masculine i mean i've never known a woman the only men do stuff like that women i i've never really known a woman who's like but the oh, oscar yeah, thing is like to, definitely gay like there's no straight man that is an oscar completist and there's also probably like very few women that are oscar completists it's like specifically a gay male trait yeah but i mean i feel like you could have apply that trait to like a lot of different things and i feel like it would like run it would just be like a masculine thing like maybe the oscars might maybe not yeah if like, i was like oh, i'm gonna watch every like baseball game or something yeah baseball is like a huge ver is like a like sports in general is just yeah. like that like people like tracking this i don't know anything about sports and i don't know anything about lists i liked oh. I liked crayons too, but 
only because they were cool not to name them yeah i liked yeah it's weird i liked the names i like they had a crayon color like naming contest um there was because when they came out with the 96 crayons there were 16 new colors and i think i sent in a couple of names but i don't think i i didn't win the contest so interesting yeah i think it was probably rigged yeah uh what was your craziest or your saddest oh my saddest was okay this is like the complete and total opposite of sort of what you were just talking about but i forgot because like the month of june has been so you know emotionally uh challenging i forgot once again to skip my subscription to kate hudson fabletics and rihanna's savage by fenty so i'm out at once again 100 (laughs) dollars. did you get some cool clothes though no i have to go on the website and pick what i want oh they so they they spend the money for you but they don't send it until you yeah it's like being an intern at ucb it's like you (laughs) just yeah you don't get to go down to the like fulfillment center and like fill some boxes pretty soon yeah exactly i mean honestly i when i forget to do it i'm always like a little bit happy because i'm like oh good i get new workout clothes and new underwear um but i like really don't need anything right now like i have it so i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna remember to skip it next month and sure is it can you can you save up your rihanna bucks for like yeah bigger and better oh yeah one time i had like 150 bucks in there like i'm really dumb i i have forgotten several times can you use it on makeup too or just the clothes no it's only it's only on the like it's basically like lingerie and Mm. like sleepwear Oh, that's nice. But yeah, but like, who needs new lingerie every month? That's like insane. But you're always gonna need it. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I get underwear well. like once a year. I'll go to Uniqlo and get like twelve pairs of underwear. I get it way more often than that. <laughs> I probably should get it more often than that. I get it like, um, I get it a lot. I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like I definitely have like gotten it more since, you know, this since happened. But... Yeah. It's just a recurring. Oh my God. But it's, good. that's what you should UCB should do is just, I make everything like opt out. So if you pay for one class, you just automatically, they just charge you every eight weeks. And if you forget, that's the way that they'll make money. They should make it like a gym membership. Yeah. Or, or like, like a yoga pay. studio where you could just like go to one. This we're just, not in the pro we're not going to solve ucb's issues and we don't want to i don't i'm just like honestly i feel like when i think about the time i spent in those theaters i like really really regret doing improv <laughs> i regret doing all of it like it was such a waste of time and it like really the only thing it did was convince me that like i my work was valueless and like i should do it for free and yeah I I just like I regret it so bad. Like when I first moved here, I was like, I'm not doing an improv comedy theater again. I'm not gonna do UCB. And everybody was like, you should do it. And I was like, no. And then I did it and because like I didn't know what else to do. And I mean, I'm glad I did it, I guess, because I like met Brian, I met you, and like I learned how to write sketches, I guess. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's not it was like I mean, I met I'm 
I met nice people and like, I'm proud of some of the stuff that we did and I'm not proud of other stuff, but like, it was just so like, I mean, it, that stuff is just like, it's so demoralizing to like never get paid for the stuff that you're doing for these people. Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't think it's like unique to UCB. It's just so many artistic pursuits you are well, it's just them and io i mean i don't know anyone i mean like yeah, i guess who, with comment like stand-ups always get stand -ups paid, get I don't paid. Know. everybody yeah. gets paid it's like just it's just and even other improv theaters get paid it's just io and yeah um ucb uh yeah we'll see going forward <laughs> what happens i don't know um so my <laughs> let's not talk about fucking comedy theaters i can't deal with I it i know who even cares Ugh. uh the craziest i thought was the godfrey's guide did you read it no i was like i don't want to even click i'm kind of sick of her honestly i don't know why like i love june or jean but then i'm like yeah i she's on my nerves lately i'm just like i feel like she's like the old guard and like i need her to move on and, <laughs> to like i want megan to have her job she's the elliot angle of goop <laughs> she needs to be primaried uh yeah exactly but this was well maybe this is an issue with her mental acuity i don't know it was a very funny article that she wrote about okay. how she just like got fooled two times so the, it starts off because it, it eventually she's going to talk about this moisturizer and this cleanser but she starts off with an anecdote about how someone gave her a beautiful orchid once and she kept watering it and like the orchid never drooped and like the flower it never died and she was like amazed and for six months she kept like watering this orchid and then finally she went to like a friend of hers who also received this orchid and said can you believe that this orchid has like stayed alive for so long and the friend of her the friend looked at her like she was insane and was like that was a that's a fake flower do you believe that i don't know it's crazy so then so th that's the beginning of this and then she says basically the same thing happened to her with this um cleanser that she got as a sample she didn't read that it was a cleanser and okay. she thought it was a moisturizer so she for weeks she kept using it to moisturize her face okay and she thought oh this is it smells so good but it's weird it doesn't like go into my skin but i guess that's just like you know what this is like and then like weeks later she realized that this was actually a cleanser she's supposed to wash it off of her face and so she did and she's like oh my god now i get it like it smells so good and it's the most amazing cleanser and she's like but i have to actually try the moisturizer that this company makes uh so that's i mean basically what she's talking about in this article but it was just funny like her sort of getting fooled constantly maybe it's indicative of the way she lives her life i don't know i would read if i got samples in the mail of beauty products i would read if they were cleansers or moisturizers yeah i mean i don't know i could definitely see if like i was getting like this many samples being like oh this is that like getting it and like thinking you're gonna get a moisturizer and just being like oh this is the moisturizer yeah i don't know i don't think that's like the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life but maybe she's no it ha i didn't that happen on real housewives of new york once they thought it was like that Ramona doesn't seem like that and big enough plot point to be on the real housewives of new york but i think like ramona thought something was like a lip balm but it turned out to be like like a topical steroid or something i don't know it was some crazy thing i don't know i mean like there's just so much of this fucking shit and yeah. it's all kind of the same but 
I do want to try it now. You it's, you sold me on it just from <laughs> you describing what Jean did. It's from Skin Design. The uh, face bath, which is the cleanser, is a hundred dollars, and the uh, let's see, the moisturizer is. Uh, I didn't put that in my notes. It's even more expensive. Um, the the face bath is a hundred, and the moisturizer is one twenty five. One twenty five. It sounds... So did you say she liked the moisturizer better than the face wash? Well, I think she liked both of them, but she liked the moisturizer better as a moisturizer. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I just maybe don't believe find another 225 line around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like now every... If you buy any $50 or more on like Goop's beauty site, you get a pack, a five pack of that um, Gtox... You remember like the tasteless one that like uh one of our listeners sent to us? Oh yeah. You get that as a free sample if you buy anything on Goop now. Uh that was pretty good. Yeah. I wish Goop had like a thing like what Kate Hudson has where like Well they do have this subs- Yeah, they do. You can get like uh no. Glow or a bunch of stuff on no. uh monthly subscription. Not like, not like that. I want to, them to charge me $50 and then I get to go in their shop and pick something I want. Oh, I see. And they have like special deals just for you if you're like in their like club. Yeah, they should have that. Because I mean, so, so many people are like you that would just forget to cancel. I know. And then you feel, and that, that and it, it's so psychological because it takes the guilt, like the guilt that you would feel for buying something. It just, it relieves you of that. Like, I already paid for yeah. it. I guess I better buy some new fucking Rihanna lingerie and like Kate Hudson stretch pants and then you just do it because you already spent money. They're geniuses. And because you don't feel, you don't notice it because it's like, I'm not doing anything right now. It's like, no. I don't notice the money leaving my bank account. I'm not paying attention to anything. Everyone could be robbing me blind. I would have no fucking idea. Yeah. As long as those sweet, sweet Bernie bucks keep coming every two weeks. Well, they're so. going to stop. Yeah, but they're going to extend something. Are they? I I think so, or the people will go crazy. I know. I just free. Well, my unemployment ended and I just had to resubmit. Oh. So I don't even know what I'm getting now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, anyway. Okay, what would you try? We keep, <laughs> we keep like touching on really like horrible, serious things. And then we have to. I mean, this is. This is life. Hey, man. Yeah. This is when you're reading Goop in 2020. This is how the conversation goes. Exactly. I would try, oh, turning my unhealthy behaviors into habits. I'm like really bad at getting, at doing anything and like having any habits. This is also the thing that the $30 hydration reminder is in, which I do think is stupid. They also tell you to use $7 toothpaste, which is like, I. they're like, hopefully you don't need to get in the habit of brushing your teeth, which is like, nobody that reads Goop doesn't brush their teeth. Like, that's like, are you kidding me? But then. That's like the only habit that like you really do learn as a kid is like brushing your teeth. The only, that's the only habit that I ever learned. That's my only habit. <laughs> that's other than like drinking a bottle of wine every night and like staring at my phone until 4 a.m. and like crying alone. <laughs> But my and and brushing my teeth, those are my habits. Because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you do feel like a real piece of shit if you like go to sleep without brush, brushing your teeth. You know, when I fall asleep without brushing my teeth, is usually if I've like been like out, and then like the next morning I have like a huge shame over, and I'm like, oh my Ugh, god, god remember going out and like smoking, and you would smell like cigarettes when you came home. It would, it's wonderful. 
I, oh my God, Ryan, I almost smoked a cigarette last night. Really? I, Where did I you even like, have one? I have like a full pack of cigarettes <gasps> in my apartment. That's like years old. I don't know. Just like, I don't know why. I guess like, I just, I was like when I was smoking and then I just never yeah. smoked, smoked it, but I never threw them out either. So I don't know how, I mean, they're probably like stale or something, but yeah, I'm sure they were. But I was like, wait a second, I have cigarettes somewhere. And I like opened this drawer and I opened the thing and it was like filled with cigarettes. And I was like, ooh, I'm gonna go smoke one of these. This is gonna be really fun. And then I was like, if I do that, I'm gonna really regret it and I'll feel like shit all day tomorrow. And so I decided not to. Uh, yeah, I, I tried to smoke a cigarette like probably at this point, like a year or two ago. And I, it really, I, it did, like I still love the smell of cigarettes, but like the act of smoking it, it lost all pleasure. Like I felt gross. Yeah, that was my problem. I've always felt really gross when I was smoking. Um, when I was a smoker, I didn't feel gross at all. I loved it. Just every moment of it. I had back. I had my ups and downs with it. Mm. I was. I was like always like quitting and starting again and quitting. Yeah. No, me too. Oh man, those were the days. Those were the Huge. days. Listen to a little of Montreal on the jukebox. <laughs> Yeah, and just like fucking smoke cigarettes. God, Ugh, being in your twenties is so great. It's no, the best, guys. If you're in your twenties, smoke cigarettes. Don't quit till your thirties. That's my medical advice. That's what your twenties are for. It's I smoking. I, I quit. I really quit when I was like thirty-one, I think, and then I haven't really barely smoked at all since then. I might have gotten a pack of cigarettes like out, like drinking with friends or whatever. But like, however, that night ended up going. I obviously ended up smoking like one and keeping it forever. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I really don't know how old they are, but mm, mm, mm. anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that. The point is I want to have good habits, not, <laughs> not smoking. Bad, which is a bad habit. <laughs> we just like talk 10 minutes of our, just our, our love of smoking. Just cigarettes. how great cigarettes are. My God. Uh, uh, what would I try? Oh, I, here's what I would try begging goop to give us fucking samples and products so we can talk about them and put them on our instagram you had this whole article called instalove the beauty essentials of goop friends and influencers and you talk to a bunch of people like carrie washington and like other really pretty people who you send free shit to and i want to throw our hat in the ring we are your friends we are influencers give us things that's what I would try. We'll put it on our Instagram. Like, yes. And like, remember when Goop, like, like someone contacted us and like asked for our addresses? They were like, we're going to send you something. And then, and then they, they never, never did. Them. And we never heard from yeah. them again. They still have our addresses. Yeah. So Goop, somewhere you still have our addresses. You can send us shit. Yeah, you'll find it. Those are our home addresses. Mm -hmm. We really trusted you. <laughs> we did. Uh, That's a good one. What would you um, buy? Okay, I would buy the Zip Ox oil <laughs> for $480. There was an absolutely fantastic piece called like two plastic surgery surgeons on like everything that could go wrong with your skin or something. Two plastic surgeons on crow's feet, dark circles, and everything about eyes. Okay. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Whatever. Hmm? Yeah, I just remember that article. <laughs> Whenever a plastic surgeon is talking, I start listening. I'm very obsessed with plastic surgeons, and I deeply want to get all kinds of fillers and Botox and 
basically anything. And there's a problem. My problem with my eyes, which I've discussed on this podcast several times is not crow's feet, which I don't care about. It's not bags, which is like, whatever. It's that since I turned 30, my eyebrows and my eyelids are like droopy. And I, it's like, it's my eyebrow, like the, the skin on my eyebrow has like gone down Okay. And yeah. it's like not, it's like the skin that like hangs off the like, I used to have like a very defined crease above my eye. And now I don't. And it's like, it makes my eyes look smaller and like droopy. It's like, I really get stressed out about it. And well, luckily Goop has uh, something to solve that problem. Yes. It's called, and it costs $480. <laughs> and they were like, and they told me that it was because of you, your eyebrow fat. <laughs> so like my oh, no. eyebrows are so fat. Your eyebrows are My too eyebrows fat. are fat. And I need to fucking put this shit on them to make them, make my eyebrows lose some weight. What is it? It's like a cream? I don't know. It's like a kit. And it's like, this is for people over 50. But I'm telling you, if this is bad over 50, then I'm going to be like in big, my eyebrows are going to be really sad <laughs> and really fat <laughs> because they're already really droop. They're like, my eyebrows have started to just, oh, whatever. So, Goop, anyway. this is a perfect opportunity for you to send this product to Aggie and she will post her eyebrow reducing journey and you'll get more business yeah see he's talking about how he injects neurotoxins and like fillers in your eyebrows which is like i knew about that but then this is i don't know what the hell this is oh maybe this is just i literally don't know what this is oh there's like a full surgery you can do to remove excess skin from your eyelid mm. But I don't, I literally have no idea what this product is. Why don't you just shave your eyebrows completely off and do like, just paint them on like because it's not, or Joan Crawford? Because it's not my eyebrow. It doesn't matter. It's the skin. But won't it give it the optical illusion of you having really sort of high eyebrows if you just paint them on? It's, like No, because the skin will still be there. It will <laughs> make, it'll just make me look surprised. <laughs> It'll make me look shocked, but shocked it won't give droopy. me the appearance. It, I want to look young. I don't yeah. want to look surprised and old. I don't want to be like, I looked at myself in the mirror, saw my eyebrow ridges were so fat that I just got surprised. And now I'm look, look like this. Uh, uh, well, you have a lot of options. You have this $480 thing. You have a surgery or you just have um, eyebrow diet and exercise. Mm, fillers. Fillers. Uh, I have, I don't think I have that, but I, I do have some crow's feet and I'm starting those bags under my eyes. I was just staring at my face in the mirror last night. Oh yeah. And actually I was like, okay, I actually felt proud of myself that I wasn't completely uh, disgusted by my reflection in the mirror. Aw. But like, uh, well, no, it's just like how most people are, are repelled by their own image. <laughs> but uh, I, I was like, oh, I am... I'm aging and it's okay. 
I look yeah. fine. I look like a distinguished gentleman <laughs> with my bags you don't under look my like eyes. You don't look old. And my fucking gray hair and my uh, crow's feet. It looks great. I'm aging into my looks. Oh my god. Um, I am getting more muscular from all my working out. Well, that's great. I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, it feels good. <laughs> Toning up is just so important. Yeah, I'm not like losing any weight, but I don't really care about that. I'm like, I just, I like my clothes fit as good as they fit in a few years. So I feel, oh, so I feel nice. good because I have literally nothing going on else in my life except for like doing yoga and like walking. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, um, but I would buy, okay. I know I've said this before and I'm really, I'm really going to do it though. Is getting a compost bin. I know like this has been my thing. I would buy like millions of times, but they had them. They had this bamboo one on again. I looked, there's cheaper ones you could get. And then the thing is I didn't want to get like a whole, whole thing with like worms and like actually compost at home. Cause I don't have like an outside area, but you can, I researched, uh, you can't put it in LA. At least you can't put your compost in a green bin. It's not going to be composted, but there's different like drop-off places. And literally there's the Atwaters village farmer's market, which is like within walking distance of my house. Every Sunday, there's a place where I could drop off compost. And so I really have no excuse for, for not doing it. So I just want to hold myself accountable and really start doing this. It's one little thing I can do to help make this world a better place for you and for me that's inspiring uh i don't know where i'm gonna put it though to figure it out put it under your sink i don't think i have any room under my sink um i guess i could move some shit around yeah i don't know i guess maybe i'll start composting too but i don't know where i would take mine they have it at the los Feliz farmer's market too it said where's the list on vermont yeah that's pretty far to walk to just take my trash. We could out. drive. <laughs> I guess that's like. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I'm not <laughs> doing it. Sorry. It's like, I'm not. It's like. I, no. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the Atwater Farmer's Market like webpage, there's like a picture of this like stupid like hipstery lady. Just like sh- like sprinkling eggshells onto the compost bin. She looks so happy. Yeah, she looks so proud of herself and smug. There's so many rules. You have to like, you have to like, you have to like weigh it when you drop it off. I don't really understand and like say what's in there. I don't know. It seems I'm scared of doing it, but I'll try to do it. You can also join a compost um, like like co-op. There's one in Glassell Park, but you have to like do a shift. Will they pick it up for you? No, you have to like, you have to go there and then you have to work there. Why isn't there a some collective of freegans who will like come pick up my compost yeah i don't know that seems like the kind of thing that somebody would do maybe that's what i should do we should start a business yeah for profit for profit showing up so it's basically like we're the people that collecting aluminum cans on the street (laughs) but it's compost and then but it's compost but we don't make it i actually think that's a good this is so- <laughs> you charge rich people say hey give me 50 bucks i'll pick up your compost 
Yeah. And then it'll at least pay for your lingerie. It'll at least give Rihanna some money. <laughs> yeah, that, all that money's going straight to Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, this is how capitalism works. works. It just funnels it up. That's what from... The Sopranos was about. Oh, my God. Whatever. Uh, well, if anyone has any ideas on how to monetize compost, compost. delivery, let us know. Let us know. Um, anything else? I think that's it, right? Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to us talk about shit. We Goop. love you. Go to Flint, get your shit together, help those ladies out. Yeah. How about you guys all move to Flint? They can move to Santa Monica. Then we'll see who's on top and who's on bottom. Ooh. Goop. Oh, the women of Goop? Yeah, the, all the women of Flint just moved to Santa Monica. And all the mo- the women of Santa Monica, guys, it's time for you to move to Flint. Yeah. I think that's only fair. Yeah. A little, a little switcheroo, a little, I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Whatever. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. Definitely. Uh, (laughs) Go to Patreon. Um, We're just about to uh, do a bonus podcast recapping the second season of The Politician. Yes. Which is now Netflix. And we might do some blind items, too. Yeah, we'll definitely do some blind items. Which we love to do. So go to Patreon. We're doing like a reverse, not reverse, just like already solved blind items that are they're all about Gwyneth so you don't have to guess anything they are all about Gwyneth so there's nothing shocking uh yeah go on apple Podcasts, give us uh, a nice review rate us five stars tell your friends uh and we'll be back next week we love you right. bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.